Hello and welcome to another episode of the Press Start Podcast. My name is Shane and I'm here with my co-host Ash, as always. And a good episode in store for you. Today we discuss new game announcements, new game releases, Batman, Halo, Skull of Bones, Starfield and EA versus FIFA. Yeah, that's quite a lot of uh, content to actually discuss in this episode. We're going to jam-pack as much of it as we can. Uh, if you stay tuned for later on in the episode, we will be discussing that bit of a head-to-head going on between EA and FIFA with regards to the football games. Uh, so that's still to come, as well as many other news. But something that did break this afternoon, which is quite a big piece of news actually, is the fact that Starfield and Redfall have been delayed from later on this year and been pushed back by Bethesda into 2023. Upset you this one, didn't it, Ash? Yeah, I mean, Redfall, we didn't have much information. We didn't have an actual release date yet. So really, they could have sort of, even though they've sort of said, I think, that it was expected to launch 2022, they could have quite easily just sort of announced that as, you know, it's it's now coming 2023. But Starfield is a big game that a lot of people are excited for. And unfortunately... You know, it's another one that's a victim to a delay. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I've sort of seen as much on it as you as in terms of I'm so excited to play it, and I know you're really sort of looking forward to this game. Um, but it certainly grabbed my attention over the last few weeks as we've we discussed it a couple of weeks ago on on the podcast, or maybe even last week, and maybe it was that curse again that we discussed yeah. something, something's happened, but. But yeah, it's it, it. But we we have said before, haven't we? We don't mind a delay if it's going to benefit the game, and if this does benefit the game, then I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And Bethesda are a good studio, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, we obviously we've said ourselves on previous episodes that we're not afraid of delays. You know, we're not we're not against them. Uh, you know, if if we know, which for the most part, a lot of delays do end up benefiting the game long term then, you know, it's worth it. I know that, you know, it may push back now from November to April next year, but for them five months of delay, it means that Bethesda can work on, you know, making this game even better ready for launch. Yeah, and I think one thing for me, and again, I've said it before, is that, you know, the fact that, like you said, if it ends up being April next year, it is usually a time where not a lot comes out. So it does give a gamer that opportunity to go out and buy a big AAA title like this and proper sink the teeth into it with no distractions from other titles that they might have bought um, against where maybe a November release just before Christmas where everything's coming out. It might be something that you pick up, you start playing, you really enjoy it, but then another title grabs yeah. your attention a week later and it ends up, you know, kind of... I can't say left on shelf because I don't think many people are believing a game on a shelf anymore these Best days. Day in your virtual you know what library. I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. Let's have a virtual shelf then. So, so yeah. So, I, for me, I think for me personally, because of the amount of games that do come out around that time of year, I'm I'm quite I'm quite happy with the delay. Yeah, I think it, like we said, it benefits the game, and it's probably going to be- benefit me playing the game. Yeah, I think that's the thing. You know. I mean, we, we've said it again, it's something we discussed a couple of weeks back, that Xbox has said that when it comes to Xbox-exclusive titles and so on, that their intention long-term is for us to be having almost seasonal exclusive releases. Um, you know, we're going to be getting things in spring, in summer, in winter, uh, autumn and winter. So, yeah, you know, I'm not saying this would be part of that plan, but, you know, there's, there's a chance that they've probably sort of said, you know, a delay into the early start of next year means that we've got a big AAA title that will launch in the spring of 2023, assuming that's when it launches. Yeah, and like I said, I'm into it. I'm into it because, like I said, the biggest point for me is around that time of year, I will definitely play it. Yeah. And it because gaming is is not boring, but a little bit dried up by that point, Gives I'll, so I'll probably spend to. hours and hours on it. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I, I could, I'll, I'll end up putting hundred hours plus into it. Yeah, I mean, so for me, it benefits me. But I know there's going to be a lot out there that's good. I, I felt the tear in your eye this morning. My heart broke. For yeah, you. I was, I was a bit gutted because it's something new. You know, we obviously at Xbox, we've sort of lacked these big, exciting AAA titles for a long time now. While the details in terms of the game are still quite slim, the hype around it from 
everybody at Xbox and Bethesda and that, it feels like this could be a big game. And, you know, if, if it means we have to wait five months, then so be it. So something to look forward to into the new year. It is. It is. And 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 what they're saying with Redfall, that's 2023 as well. Yeah, it's again, it's delayed till 2023. We didn't actually have a release date for that. So, you know, I think if they, if they showcased more at the Xbox and Bethesda showcase later on uh, next month, I think if they just showed Redfall and it just come up 2023, I don't think that many people would have been like, Oh my God, what's what's no. going on? Because we didn't have a, an absolute release Except, date. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the I, I don't that know. That sounds they... nice though, doesn't it? Next month, for sure. Yeah, Oof. yeah. We're only when is it? It's a month today, twelfth of June. So, it is very close. Wow. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, well, and hopefully we'll see both of these games there. You'd like you, to think you'd so. imagine so if they've you know if they're at a point that they feel that the game's almost there but they just need to push it back a little bit you'd imagine you know we're almost at release point now so you know surely there's got to be a proper in-depth look at these games now because like I say Starfield we only got that very short teaser previously so you know we yeah. need more now we yeah. need we need I think an in-depth we'll, look I think at we'll definitely. yeah and and get excited about yeah them, even though there's a delay. And then, so we move on. So we'll we'll keep in sort of the Microsoft category. Um, Forza Horizon Six. Um, it looks this week. It's not been officially announced, but it looks like Forza Horizon Six is starting development. Yeah. Uh, and the reason this uh, came about is because they've been searching for new staff members to work at Playground Games, and it was advertised as a AAA title. Um. But also in the job description, they've been told they won't be working on games like Fable. Yeah. So, so I mean, we discussed Forza last week, didn't we? We were on about the horizon and, and, and that we want the motorsport. But I, I don't expect, even though this is this has come out that it's developed because Forza Horizon 5 took two years to develop. So I don't think we're going to see it anytime no, I, soon. No, I think this is like very speculative at the minute. Yeah, it is very speculative. It, it everything does point to it is Forza Horizon Six, but like I say, we're not going to get it anytime soon, are we? And I don't think we need it. I, I think I think it's nice. I think it's a nice bit of news to know there is going to be another. Yeah. Um, but we hopefully we're going to get motorsport and fill that gap, and that that will take us through to six being anywhere near. Yeah, I think you know, like we've said, obviously. We were quite surprised at the fact that Forza Horizon 5 arrived after 4 rather than, you know, a motorsport in between anyway. Um, yes. I don't expect Forza Horizon 6 to be the next Forza game. Obviously, we'd imagine motorsport will be out no. potentially this year. Um, I think if it is, people have been mortified. I think so, yeah. I mean, you know, motorsport was obviously announced a couple of years back now, so we're ready for the final look really now and a proper release date, so... You know, hopefully that's something yeah. we'll get next month as well. Um, just out of interest for you, where would you want to see Forza Horizon 6 set? Well, th this is a good question because I have actually heard rumours from very good sources of where it is going to be set. Go on. And it, it's meant to be... There's rumours it could end up being set in Japan. Ah, that, that would completely I think, change. I think it would be brilliant. Yeah. You know, obviously... Because the thing is... I've always found Forza a, a kind of modelled on Fast and Furious. I kind of feel that, in a way, that's where they were birthed from. Yeah. And it's one place they haven't been. Is you know, like Tokyo, which Fast and Furious went there on several occasions. And the big on the street racing. Yeah. You know, and that's what that's kind of what Forza is. It's street racing, but kind of, I suppose, legalised street racing in a way. But that's essentially what it is, isn't it? Yeah. You're, you're bombing around streets and you're doing street racing. So I think it'd be incredible. It would be but, good, yeah, but it would cater more said, so to the street racing than, you know, you're, exactly. you're off track. You know, you're it, That's what I was just going to say. This Forza 5, what I enjoyed about it was the the differences between, like say, going through jungle, going through beach. Yeah. You're going to eliminate that. You are going to eliminate that if you do take it well, to, to like, Tokyo just, and if it's just like, a Tokyo. big chunk of. Obviously, yeah, every country's got the you know the Greenlands and all of that sort of thing. But if you're going to focus on like Tokyo and all that sort of thing, that's you know a concrete jungle. So that would 
potentially be a proper almost a city racer if that's what was to happen yeah that's that's my point i think i would miss the additions to what was brought in in five because i think that made i think i don't i don't know i don't want to word it bad as though i'm degrading the game or all like that but i just think it kind of revitalized for horizon a little bit the the having all those unreal different aspects yeah yeah and the visuals, the visuals were stunning, weren't they? And, I, and don't get me wrong, in like you've just said, it's a concrete jungle. It's essentially be the same if you were bombing around New York. Yeah. Um, but I think visually it would make for a stunning, stunning game. But as we can't confirm, by the way, I will reiterate, I had, it's not confirmed it's going to be in Japan or Tokyo. That is just rumours I've heard. Yeah. And they have spoke about it over a number of years that it may be a good location. So maybe this is the one that will head that way, but we'll see. Again, maybe, you know, we might get something uh, again at the showcase. We might even just like they did with Motorsport, just a teaser or some acknowledgement. I mean, it could yeah. be so far in the future that we won't hear much more now for another year or two, but we'll see. Um. Yeah. But we'll, we'll keep you updated as and when we yeah. get it. So moving on, uh, a piece of news that was quite obviously, I, I've heard of the game, I've seen little bits about it previously. You personally hadn't seen much about oh. this game. Oh, um, no. Well, you yeah, hadn't heard I of it. Yeah. So, I hadn't seen anything. I have seen anything. So let's, let's track back a couple of days, back to Tuesday, and we got some news of Gotham Knights gameplay with a bit of a preview. Um. You know, it's it's a game that, like I say, I've heard little bits about it previously. You hadn't, so when I posted this news, you were just as excited to hear of it than anybody, really. Um, oh, what? Gotham Knights, obviously, is based on Gotham City and, you know, the whole Batman universe and everything to do with that. Um, Warner Brothers Games have announced the game through, uh, or showcased the game, shall we say, through a new gameplay trailer. Uh, within that trailer, it showcases Nightwing and Red Hood. Uh, the game, the game looks yep. good. Like me personally, it's we're all very well aware here that I'm not big on a lot of these sort of series. You know, the, <laughs> the, the Marvel, the DC, and all that sort of thing. It's not something I've ever really bothered with. You, on the other hand, it's the complete polar opposite. Oh, I, I am, I'm geeky. So, yeah, so, you know, I, I remember I was literally halfway through posting the article and you actually popped up and said, I've just seen that you're writing this news. I can't believe I've not heard anything about this. And you were more excited for me to post the final article than, you know, I think anybody would have yeah, been. I couldn't wait. Well, the thing is, like, I, I mean, I thought you I thought you were going to say about being jumpy there because when you were on about that you're not Marvel and DC, I thought you were going down that oh, route because no. I went back. Because I'd not heard about it, and, and I'm, I'm absolutely mortified with myself that I didn't, I have not heard about it. Because, like I said, I am proper geeky with DC and Marvel. But I went back and watched the official sort of teaser trailer, not this gameplay one. I watched the teaser yeah. trailer, and it's like I think it was about four and a half minutes. And at the end, it turns very freaky because the one thing about Batman and Gotham and that it's always been very dark. Yeah. And I think that's the one reason I've always loved DC and I've always loved Batman. It, it's dark. At any point, you think, you know, Batman could turn and become not a villain, but, you know, end up killing people. And and the the villains are always dark. But there's a bit right at the end of the trailer, and I thought, if Ash goes back and watches this, that that that, that might get him. That could actually get him. So I was thinking of you as I was watching it. But, yeah, back back to this news. Oh, honestly, it looks like it reminds me of the trilogy, the Batman yeah. trilogy. And it looks like this might have a bit of a follow-on because... Obviously, looking at the the game trailer and that Batman's dead, and 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 he's basically entrusted everything or his he, hidden weapons and gadgets to to the four main characters in here. Like you said, you've got Nightwing, Red Hood. There's also Batgirl, and um, I can't remember the fourth now. But basically, he's left everything to them, but he's destroyed the Batcave. So. To me, I, honestly, I can't explain how excited I am about this. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind with it. It looks good. I mean, obviously, something as part. Do you think you'll play it? I don't know. It's not something that you know, unless it was something that was a Game Pass release or something. I don't think it's something that I'd race to actually buy. You'd purchase, but um, you yeah. know, there's yeah. a lot of big games that I've gone through Game Pass over the last few years where I would have never brought them, and you know, I've played games that I can sort of come away from and say, you know. 
oh, that's a great game that I'd, I'd have just never invested the 50, 60, 70 quid in. But, um, yeah, yeah, I get that. So, obviously, as part of this gameplay release and that, there was a bit of bad news. Um, for those on the last generation of consoles, the uh, Xbox One, the PlayStation 4, um, the game is not going to be releasing on last generation. I think basically the game has been produced in a way that it's it's purely focused on this new generation for the Series X, the Series S, and the PlayStation 5, uh, as well as PC. So, you know, it's it's a bit of a negative. Obviously, we're starting to move into the... Like we've said before, we're starting to move into a generation now where the games are getting too powerful for the last generation. Um, and this is another one of those yeah. casualties. That's it. I, I think, like I think we said it. Were it last week's episode? We were saying, weren't we? I yeah. think in some cases the power's just too much. Yeah, I think the power of of building the new games is just way too much, and and it's a shame. It is a shame. Again, I won't go into depth with it, but for those people on last gen, but you know, I've, we're a couple of years in now, so I think and now stock. I, I were hearing the other day that they've still got um, the new Xbox in stock in Amazon. Yeah. So the the stock's there now, isn't it? The stock's so... starting to really sort of show itself now. We, we're way past all of the the issues with it, and you know, if you've not seen it, there's um a, a little bit of a like a demo of a train station that's been made through Unreal Engine Five. Oh. Um, you can find it on YouTube My if God. you just search. Uh, I don't know Unreal Engine Five train station or something. Go and give that a watch, and then that is a perfect example in itself of why we are going to end up moving away from the last generation of consoles because it's like you're watching a, a proper video. You know, someone has gone to a train station and recorded yeah. it. It's it's as real, as close to real life as you can possibly get. So, you know, these games now, especially now that some of them are being moved over to development on Unreal Engine 5, you know, the, the Xbox One and the PS4 just wouldn't be able to keep up. No, there's no way you'd get a clean game, would you, with that? It's, no. And I mean, an, another way to have a look at it, and I, I've said it to you guys, and I'm pretty sure I've said it on the podcast, is that little Matrix demo yes. that, that you can download on your Xbox. It's it's absolutely mind-boggling to think that that, in sort of a year's time, is what games will look like. It's, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. So when you look at this Batman game, and I mean, I hope everything is like the trilogy, I mean, it's, I keep calling it a Batman game, but it's not. But it will always be Batman. But it's the combat system in that is honestly, for me, one of the best I've played in years. Years. It, it, nothing's matched it since. So to get that with the new engines and the new graphics, oh, my God, it's been mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind-blowing. But moving on from there, we can't we can't discuss DC all night as much as I'd like to. But I think you'd get lost in that conversation. Yeah, you go a bit out of um, my level then. <laughs> but EA has announced that it will be bringing four games for 2023, including a major IP. So EA have been in the news all over the place this week. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean EA obviously this week they've had their financial sort of yearly review, and obviously. Yeah, as is the case. As yeah, as is the case with a lot of um, companies around the world. These financial calls, their meetings at the end of the financial year, reveal basically all their plans for the year ahead, or at least as much as they yeah. can sort of get away without. Well, that's it. Your board members walk in, they they show you how much money they've made, and say, "Well, I want you to make a little bit more. What have we got?" Yeah. So, and then all the ideas start going around board table, don't they? Yeah. So, which is good. I mean, EA, you know probably the most controversial gaming company in the world. Yeah. And probably, at, at points, probably the most controversial company in the world. But, you know, they're up the, pushing on. You know, we'll get into the whole sort of FIFA bit in a, in, towards the end of the episode. But, you know, major IP, that's big. Yeah. That's big. So it suggests, a, you know, a AAA title there. Um, another sports title. Which this one is actually rumoured, um, and th there were some rumours last year that they're going to get back into the college football. Yes, I've um, heard about so that. Yeah, NFL fans, American football fans. So going, if if, if I could take you back, sort of ten years when they, I think it was ten years, it might be longer when they did do college football. It, 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 I didn't play it back then, but hearing from people who did, what they used to do is when you did your college football, and then all those players went into the draft, you could then port that draft 
into your Madden game. Oh, okay. So they would be the players that would, you know, enter the draft in your Madden yeah. season. So you could kind of interlink the two. So if that is the case, and this new unannounced sports title is college football on this gen of consoles, that, again, would be huge. I would love that. Being a big Madden fan, big American football fan, I think that'd be superb. So Now... For me, obviously, this major IP, they're not saying that it's a new major IP. They're saying, you know, no, they including a major IP. Now, I've got a couple on my wish list that I'd like to see. Um, Go on. First of, all, first of all, and there are rumours that it is in existence, is a Titanfall 3. That's up there for me. Yes, That's... I have heard that myself, yeah. And I'd be with you on that. I'd love that. I think, you know, obviously... Titanfall 3 initially apparently was what turned into Apex Legends. Um, Respawn yep. working on it, and then obviously the Battle Royale phenomenon took over, and that's what turned into that. If you actually play Apex and if you've played Titanfall before, you can see the similarities are uncanny. Oh, you know, yeah. the game plays just like Titanfall without the Titans. Um, for me, Titanfall is one of the biggest underrated games out there in the first person shooter world it's phenomenal it's an incredible game um i'd love to see that if you know if that's something that could be their other major ip that'd be awesome um and i think personally as a, a lifelong fan of the game i think we're about ready for a sims 5 i think the expansion you know that's a big yeah call. i mean they've only just announced last week um or this week even, that there's a, another expansion for The Sims 4 coming out, which is all to do with... Uh, I'm, I may be wrong, I've sort of seen the trailer, but not looked into it in too much depth, but it's like, you know, like, um, sort of vampire-y, it's the night, the, the, like the humans that turn into things at night and all that, it's like the, the dark side of like it. Like the undead. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether it's to do with werewolves or what, I'm not too mm. sure, but... I'm not. I'm not sure that fits with Sims personally. I mean, well, whatever. they've done it. I mean, that's the problem for me. The Sims over the last couple of generations, at least, have sort of gone so in depth with different uh, sort of expansions that have gone way beyond a simulation of living that it's like just ridiculous. But I think again, yeah. you know, Sims Four has been out probably what six or seven years now. Again, I think we're ready for the next generation of that. Um, I'd like to see what they could do with The Sims now. Obviously, The Sims 4. Yeah, yeah. For me, there's been a couple of sort of step backwards with The Sims 4 compared to Sims 3. The Sims 3, there's a lot more customization of your sort of uh, furniture and your everything to do with it. There's a lot more customization. You could recolor things and everything that The Sims 4 sort of cut out. Um, do you know what I absolutely hated about The Sims 4? Go on. And, and, and this is probably going to be really minor to a lot of people, but the achievements, they were awful. It would just like get to level ten in logic yeah. and reading, and ah, it would. There were absolutely no sort of, you know, getting rewarded for going in a certain direction or doing well in certain areas. Ah, I, I know it's minor. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's absolutely minor. But achievements are big to me. I like unlocking them, and that were just appalling. Yeah, so I mean, sorry, obviously, I'm, it probably didn't need to be slid in there, but I felt I had to. Well, for me, obviously, The Sims has always been a PC one. For me, simulators, for the most part, are the only thing I do with PC gaming. Um, so really, you know, achievements and that aren't something that really uh, a big concern for me. I think for a Sims 5, I think, I don't know how I change things. I think it's just ready for the next sort of step up, maybe the next sort of level of yeah. realism. Maybe I know. I'd like more options instead of it being DLC. Yeah, I think you know instead of having you just you, you, this is your town, this is what you live in, and then you know a couple of months later, you, oh now you can go to the beach if you spend another twenty quid. Well, that's the thing. And then I mean, I mean, you worked it out. Didn't oh yeah, you? And, and there's been more expansion since, and it was ridiculous money. Wasn't yeah, it? I, I worked if out. You were to buy everything. Going back probably a year or so ago, I went on our Origin Store. And I looked at, basically, if I was to buy every expansion, every stuff pack, every every possible pack you can buy for The Sims 4, and at that point, I think you were looking at over £600 to buy the lot. 
Um, it's outrageous. absolutely mind-blowing how much and but the thing is that's the way they're never going to change that because they know that you know if you release a sims 4 you yeah, know, you'll buy it we can do it again yeah. you know and that there's sims yeah. has still got such a massive community when it comes to you know online uh on you <clears throat> on youtube on twitch but it is an awesome game oh it is i mean you know i've played it for the 20 odd years that it's been out i played the original way mm -hmm. back when when i used Sim. to go around my friend's house because yeah. i didn't have a pc then and you know we would spend went back when we were probably 10 we would literally sit at the computer for nights and nights on end i'd stop at his house and we'd just literally play the sims because it was a game that had never been made like this before you know you can actually build your dream house you can have friends over for yeah. parties and you know for me that's something i'd like to see but there's also again it's it's something that it's a whisper within the sort of sims community and that that Again, some of that they've announced as part of these four titles that are coming within the next financial year is a new remake, and there have been whispers of the original Sims series being remade into a, you know, a remake. Um, it's like That'd an all-in-one, which but... for me personally, yeah. I quite enjoy that because I've previously tried installing sims on this pc and stuff and you know it's it's old 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 game now it's it don't Just work don't, right yeah um yeah you know that the the basics of the sims the original one was so great and still now i see pictures on of like you know the overview of the neighborhood and I just think, God, that, that yeah, was like yeah, my yeah. childhood, that was. <laughs> it's a flashback, isn't yeah. it? That old nostalgia kick that we were on about. And I did the same. The, the Sims, along with what was Championship Manager back yeah, then. Yeah, I remember that. Was Both them games was the reason that I got into sort of building computers and mending computers. And, you know, I, I because I had a computer that was so slow, Championship Manager, honest to God, I had, I had to leave it overnight. I only had like four leagues or something selected on it. And I'd have to wait overnight to advance a week. It was that yeah. slow. And the Sims the same. It was so buggy. It was so slow. And when I, people, I heard people were throwing the computers away. I was like, I'll have it. And I stripped it for parts. And, and I, trial and error, trial and error. I probably blew about five computers up, not knowing how everything went together and stuff. But eventually I built a really, really good PC yeah. where I could have Championship Manor run, running properly and, and the Sims enjoy it how it was meant to be enjoyed. So these games, this, like you were just saying, Sims is something you're hoping for. With a game that, you know, started out my gaming sort of life and started out what's now my career. I mean, it's not exactly my career. I don't fix computers for a career, but it went, it branched from there to what I do now. So yeah. In a way, The Sims began it all. So, but we have got to say that that's only what you want. Yeah, that's you know, there's no, there's no guarantee of anything the, of the, that. No, and the fourth one is a partner title. Now, I think that's hidden code for saying this is the last one we're doing with FIFA. I might be wrong. <sighs> yeah, but, I mean, obviously, I, the, I just think that were a bit of a stab. Yeah, the four unannounced but, games. But the thing that makes me think it's not is because they've said it; they'll all release in the fourth quarter of the financial yeah, which year, is into which means next year. it'll be from January the first until well, it says first of April, but it, I don't know what it is in America. I don't know, but over here it's the fourth of April is the end of yeah. tax year, so I don't know. But yeah, so any time between June and uh, June, January and April. So maybe the part of the title is not um, a FIFA or something we already experienced. Maybe it is another. I mean, obviously, another partner that's a very big thing within EA is Star Wars. So it could be something to do with that. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Possibly. Or UFC. But we, we, again, we shall keep yep. you posted. So the, yeah. you will notice. Oh, yeah, I tell you, it might be. What about the new boxing game? Because there's massive rumours that that's on its way. And it, it's been all signed off and it's in development. Yeah, it could be. So maybe the new boxing game. So which I hope, pray, please, we we need them. So you will you'll notice that um, as part of obviously this week's episode, it's very EA heavy because it's been their their week really. They've announced a lot of stuff. Um, obviously, something that we've discussed previously is the absolute train wreck of Battlefield. Shambles. Yeah. So, you know, Battlefield, I, I'm somebody who I, I took part in, I quite lengthily took part in the beta for Battlefield. Um, 
well, it weren't even the beta at the point. It was like the first initial alpha play test I got into. And I thought, this looks great. You know, it played well for an alpha. There was glitches, you know, there was there was problems with things like the the shadows were like literally just completely blacking out a map. And it was like, you know, but this is an alpha, it's a play test, you know, there's more. Yeah, you yet. expect it a bit, don't you? Uh, you know, we played took part in the open betas and that, and I was like, it's still not great, but you know, we'll give it time. Uh, and it just ne- it never launched to a great start. It was potentially one of the worst launches of 2022, uh, 2021 even. Um, and obviously, again, during this meeting and all of that that happened this week for EA, they did address Battlefield and basically they've acknowledged what they have all the, all along that you know this one was a really bad launch. Um, they have every intention of keeping Battlefield as one of their biggest first-person shooter titles uh, with future games. And not only are they sort of looking forward with Battlefield on what they want to do next, but they also have every intention of effectively rebuilding Battlefield 2042 from the ground up to make it what it should have been at launch. Do you think they can revive it? If we look at things like No Man's Sky, I think they absolutely can. You know, there's there's other... And Cyberpunk's on its way to doing the same thing. You know, if they can develop things at a, a good enough pace that fans obviously don't uninstall it and it's gone forever, with every update, whether it's every month or every six weeks or whatever, if they can just keep fixing bits as it goes, I think Battlefield 2042 has every chance of... You know, reclaiming itself. I just think, yeah, and we're—I mean, you know, putting it aside. I mean, we have sat here and I've described it as a shambles, and and Ash described it as a train wreck. But with that said, we are big Battlefield oh, massive fans, fans, aren't we? Yeah. We do. We love Battlefield, and obviously, this one we describe it that way because simply was that way. But I do. Do you not think it's become a common theme with first-person shooters? Call of Duty suffered the same fate as of late, and they're sort of trying to revive it. And it's kind of many people are saying it's on its last leg. I think you know it, the next one's either a knockout blow. Yeah, or I mean it's going to get back. There's up. a big difference for me. The big difference with Battlefield and Call of Duty is Activision have actively gone out and produced a new Call of Duty every year for the last 14 years or whatever it's been. So yeah. Yes, obviously, there's three studios working on it on a three-year cycle. So, yes, they do have three years to produce these games. But, they, you know, sometimes it's just like we didn't need a new Call of Duty. You could have given it another year because it's launched in not the best way. It's, you know, I I do feel for the developers in the fact that, with especially with Call of Duty, it's always felt like they can't do no right. You produce a World War II game, people hate it. You produce a futuristic uh exosuit jumping one people hate it you go to modern it's oh it's a very plain boring game with not much to do but you know it's almost like they they can't do no right and we've obviously said before about the toxic sort of attitude to gaming and so on but you know battlefield ea and dice have always given battlefield probably five years between releases that game yeah. should release. But, but then you've got to argue on the flip side of that, that you've had five years to develop it. You released the, you know, the 2042 trailers that were looking like, oh my God, yeah. this. Yeah, this is going to be mind-blowing. And then you get what you get. And, you know, it, it's oh, it, it's a long, long way from... Yeah, there, there's no excuses when you've had that long. Made to look like. No. So that's my worry is that, you know, Call of Duty and that they've still got the stance of, well, you know, we're going to readdress it. We're going to do this. We have released games every year and we, you know, we need to go back, even though it's different developers and I get all that. But it's kind of like, like you said, they they are in a bit of a no-win situation where people don't like this, people don't like that. And, you know, people don't like the wars and everything about it. But, you know, they've had a shorter time span and there's a lot more games to go at. So you're bound to get a bad one in any series. Yeah, there's always going to be issues. Proper drop the ball on this. Proper drop the ball. Yeah. So it's mine. I mean, you you did mention No Man's Sky. I I mean, I I don't think anybody's ever seen a game go from so bad to so good. Yeah. Uh, And And still going. probably still not all there. But you mentioned before, you know, yeah, the other week you mentioned that they've won awards 
since. Yeah, they've, they've that had like, so, award purely for the biggest, you know, turnaround of a game ever and stuff like that. So they've done it right. Yeah. And and I was talking to a guy the other day who plays now on VR and he said it's insane. Yeah. He only played it because I told him about it. I had no idea it was on VR, but he's got the Oculus and he's downloaded it and he's, he loves it. So to go from, oh my God, this game's broke, it doesn't work, to it being a massive success, win awards, port it over to VR and be where they are now, then there is hope for Battlefield. But I'm worried. I am worried. Yeah. So, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we, we're big Battlefield fans and we uh, we want it to be a success, don't we? Yeah, definitely. You know, like I said uh, last week, if obviously all this about the, the Battlefield may be coming to Game Pass, you know, I, I'd install it. I'd still give it a chance. I know there might be some bugs and I know yeah. in the long term there will be more updates to fix the game. But, you know, I'm not willing to spend £70 on it because I know how bad a state it is from the 10-hour trial. But, you know, if you give it to us on Game Pass, I'd, I'd give it its chance and I'd give it a good few hours to sort of prove me wrong as well. Yeah, definitely. I'd do the same. But moving on from there, so another game we, we, we're excited about, Skull and Bones. It yeah, seems like we've done nothing but talk yeah, about yeah, this I've, for three weeks. This is five it? Like, episodes we in. We had a little whisper. Yeah, five episodes <laughs> yeah. in and we spoke about it on three. <laughs> yeah, but we had a little whisper three weeks ago about we've not heard anything uh, and we got it 12 hours later. Yeah. So here we are again that um, obviously, as we mentioned, everybody has the fiscal year meetings, da 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 Ubisoft are no different. And they've had their meetings and they have said that Skull and Bones, Avatar and Mario plus Rabbids will all release this fiscal year. So they haven't, not unlike here, they haven't told you what quarter or anything like that, but they are all coming before April 1st, 2023. Now that is, is music to my ears. Yeah, I think Skull and Bones, well, two of them yeah, are. Skull and Bones is the massive one. We've, we've been, you know, since it was announced probably four years ago, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for more on this game. Um, yeah. Obviously, Mario Rabbids is one that's not really within our genre and our sort of console range um no but i know that obviously every time that mario and the rabbits and that pop up for nintendo and that it's massive it always has been yeah um massive following on it and obviously the one that that that's really interesting and actually i do want to see more i've never seen the films i'm planning to watch I uh, this is another that we can't get into this discussion i, I i'm absolutely mortified did you see how many the trailer? Yeah, fifty odd million 24 in twenty four hours. hours. And you've never seen the first no. one. Well, this is the thing. This is right. this is a, this is a film that over the years of again, it's another one that I've always thought I should watch it one day. And now, obviously, we're coming up to the second one. I do feel like now is the time that I want to get into watching Avatar. Honestly, it, watch it; it's brilliant. But as I said, Avatar: The Way of Water, the you know the sequel to that the the Avatar movie is out in December. So a lot of people are kind of thinking, is that when we're going to see, you know, the Avatar game, Frontiers of Pandora? Because it would be a beautiful I think, I, I, yeah, movie. I'm expecting it to potentially tie that. in on the same release date or as close to as they can. Because, you know, it's yeah. the perfect mix. You know, the, the fans, the people that have watched Avatar over the years, there's every chance they're going to go and watch this film and then, oh. Ubisoft's, you know, uh, Frontiers of Pandora out now. Yeah. I'm going to play the game as well. And if it is as big and as expansive as it sort of is showing and what Ubisoft have sort of suggested, you know, I think the tie of the two would be an It'll absolute... Yeah, it'd be an absolute genius move if the both of them released together. Yeah. And I think, like, I, I honestly think that the Frontiers of Pandora game will smash every record that's ever been done in gaming. I, I think it's do. got the potential think, if it launches. This movie and, and the all sort of Avatar world is it's become something beyond. I mean, you see it all over TikTok now, don't you? There's the they've got the Avatar um, filter, yeah, of what you'd look like as an Avatar character. I mean, the, the, it, it's mad how, how how big this is. James Cameron's an absolute genius. It's just a shame um, that it took them a lot thirteen years for the second one to arrive for the fans. Yeah. It has, it has, it has. But to get a game alongside it, so, you know, Ubisoft, they haven't announced a show yet, have they? No. 
and announce their, their show, which I'm sure they will. They always do a Ubisoft one, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it'll so be the similar sort of time to the Xbox, we'll I imagine. We'll get dates. Yeah, I think, I think we'll end up getting dates, I reckon, for these. Or, or you know, they're about dates. You know, it might say holiday 22, maybe. But, you know, I think we'll definitely get them. And obviously, Skull and Bones, we've discussed and discussed and discussed. And, you know... I just can't wait for this because yeah. it's like Assassin's Creed Black Flag on steroids. So it, it oh, can't wait. But yeah, so you can, you, everybody, you can all expect them by April 1st, 2023. Right. So before we wrap up tonight's episode or today's episode, depending on when you're listening to it, um, with the little discussion about EA and FIFA and all of that that's been announced this week, we're just going to go back through a couple of other less sort of discussionable bits of news from this week um first off uh little witch in the woods is a game from uh that was announced by xbox korea this week that it's going to be coming to xbox game pass at launch um there's not a lot of information i really know about the game to be honest um no, I mean it is a Game Pass game, and it, but it, but they kind of announced it as it's coming to Game Pass next week, which, in truth, it is. But it's it's Xbox Game Preview, yes. Um, and it's gonna it it's basically you're gonna get five hours gameplay rather than the so 20. at this point we will know. Yeah, it's not, um, it's not out until 2023, um, but you know you'll get this sort of gameplay, and you'll be able to go through that. Um, sorry, 20 hours. Yeah, sorry, 20 hours. That were me wrong. Um, so, yeah, 20 hours gameplay, um, which will come to preview on Tuesday. Yeah. No, so, no, no, we're right. Yeah, you do. You get you five, five get hours five out hours. of the 20 hour the, overall gameplay. Yeah, sorry. It's 20 in total. Yeah, so you're getting five hours. Of it. So, you're basically, you're getting a quarter of the game coming to it on Tuesday. Yeah. Now, if you're. A bit of a cyclist if you're a fan of you know building bikes um you know the simulation world's getting quite bizarre now isn't it with what you can actually simulate you can simulate cutting your lawn <laughs> yeah amongst yeah, other yeah. random ones that you can you can simulate it. being a goat and <laughs> yeah, that awful <laughs> one that's set to release next year <laughs> is bike mechanic simulator which it's not. I'd give this a go, you know. I'd give it a go. It's some of the, you know, I'd give pretty I much any simulator a go. One. Yeah, but that's the thing. Did you play the car? No, I didn't. But a car really mechanic good. simulator, Brilliant. I can understand because there's so much to mechanically do with a car. But a bike, it's a frame, the wheels, and the wiring to do with the brakes and you know the the gears. Well, and... I think you might have some dodd. Todd de France runners having a go at you. No, here. no, I'm not. You know, I'm not knocking like it in that, that sort of sense. But <laughs> the in depth of the mechanical side of a bike surely is nowhere near. I mean, there's I can't really. It, it? No, and I, I can't chair. really knock it because there's simulators where I run around as a goat. So I can't. You know, I can't knock the fact yeah, that we can yeah, put a bike together. Just... Yeah, but for me, I, this is going to be what it's going to be twenty quid tops in it. I'd imagine Something so, like yeah. For, for 20 quid, it piques my interest. Yeah. So, as well as obviously the announcement of a bike simulator, we've got a couple of updates that are set to launch uh, very soon. Uh, the Division 2, if you're still on board with the Division 2, the Season 9 update, which has been waited, there's been a waiting time for this for months, like a long, long time for Season 9. Um, season 9 set to arrive on the 12th of May. Um, and interestingly, with the launch of Season 9, it's also said that Season 10 and 11 are expected to arrive before the end of this year, uh, which, obviously, for the fans that are still playing the game, that's great news. Um, and the other update of a, an expansion and a release date that's coming very soon, well, in May, again, is um, Microsoft Flight Simulator's getting, finally, the Top Gun expansion, which is a free upgrade. Um, that's set to arrive on the 25th of May, which is something I'd definitely give Have it a go. Have you seen Top Gunner? Would it surprise you if I said no? <laughs> no, it won't, but it, 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 it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But yeah, you know, I'd like to fly and, uh, some of these fighter jets and stuff and <laughs> give it a go. So yeah, I'd be. that's one that definitely 
sort of gets a bit of interest from me. I've enjoyed Flight Simulator. Um, yeah, it would have been over. I melted with it a bit. I, I didn't see that. It didn't massively pique me interest before, but I fell out with yeah. it pretty quick. But I know you love it, don't you? You love it. I do, yeah, I and do another enjoy. one you'll probably love is Halo. Yes. You're getting classic multiplayer maps. That's got to that, be for me, right up there for you. Besides the fact of obviously us getting Halo Infinite last year, um, and obviously Season 2 arriving this week, um, or last week, which I've lost the date now, but there's so many classic maps for Halo multiplayer from obviously the multiple generations of Halo throughout the years that there's there's so many classical maps that would do wonders for Halo Infinite's multiplayer because the, the maps on Halo Infinite are good. Uh, the two new maps that have arrived with the Season 2 update, again, they're good. For me, they feel a bit more like a classic Halo map, but, you know, there are these maps that, again, especially me playing Halo as a kid... I'd love to see in today's Halo games, you know, especially the Halo 3 maps. They were, for me, they were like my proper, proper childhood. Sort of, I spent thousands of hours on Halo 3 mm. over that couple of years. Like, and if I could get uh, Zanzibar and the Pit and all them sort of maps to come to Halo Infinite, I'd be ecstatic. Well, there you go. Let's hope you can. Let's definitely hope. Um, on to the next one, another question for you. Ash, ever seen any James Bond movies? I've seen Skyfall. Um, wow. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm going to pass out. I think pass I out. think that might be the only one. But, I've yeah, I've seen Skyfall. I went to cinema wow. to see that. You were doing well there. You went to cinema? Yeah. To see you. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Privileged. Skyfall. Privileged. Yeah. Well, you can actually now channel your inner James Bond. Um, Shaken, not with stirred. With two-point campus and spy school, yes. Shaken and not stirred. Steady, I actually <laughs> might become a movie guru in a minute. We'll carry on my lines like that. But yes, how do you feel about going to spy school in two-point campus? I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, obviously, this is a game that we're both really excited for. Again, it's a simulator. Oh, we love simulators. You, you'll learn, if you stick with us, you will learn that simulators always get a mention by us because they are probably one of our most played genres. Um, this yeah, is one definitely. that we will definitely be playing a lot of. Um, and obviously, as we're getting closer to the new pushback launch date of the 9th of August, they're releasing more. You know, we've got, we've had um, Wizard School. Wizardry, were it? Yeah, uh, there's yeah. some sort of like medieval where you can joust as knights and stuff. And the latest class is high school, which would be quite interesting. I think it's great. And yeah, I think going very quickly, going back to the delay thing, we don't mind it if it benefits the game. This definitely looks like it's benefiting the yeah. game because they seem to be announcing these little bits that they're kind of like, yeah, we're doing this and we're putting this in. So I think this delay is going to be, a, a, you know, a masterstroke, really, and it, it's going to give us a better fit, polished game. Yeah. Uh, just two more little sort of wrap-ups uh, before we get into the final sort of discussion with FIFA and that. But uh, firstly, today EA have announced that they are bringing Criterion and Codemasters Cheshire together to work on the next Need for Speed. Um, obviously, Need for Speed is a much-loved series, but maybe, obviously, the introduction of Criterion with Codemasters would give this series that I has think, dropped off a bit yeah. over the years, you know, this new lease of life going forward, especially with what they're saying is a new large-scale development. So, you know, that would be quite interesting I think to it's see. like taking a racing car and fitting it with NOS. That's how I think it's going to be. Yeah, with you're, give, you're giving it a boost. Yeah. With a, with a blue flame bursting out the back. Um, mm. And then finally, well, before we move on red. to the final topic, uh, it has also been announced today that if those of you that are ready for the Dead Space remake, uh, the game is coming to new generation consoles only, uh, as well as PC, and it's currently set to release on the 27th of January next year beautiful and then we shall wrap this up with as we said ea have been in the news all week but the biggest sort of breaking news i mean well can we call it breaking it's been happening on it but ea versus fifa so 20 fifa 2023 will be the last one produced and developed by ea yes so 
And with that said, we may as well kind of put all so the sort of three or four articles came up over the week, but let's bunch it in at one new story. FIFA have said they are going to still produce a football game despite this breakup. Yeah, I mean, so, that, that comes as a bit of a... Probably not a surprise because, you know, FIFA know that the money's there, but... Oh, somebody's paying it, out there. Yeah, exactly. I think the problem is EA rejected FIFA's new approach because apparently over the next four years, FIFA wanted $1 billion for the rights to use FIFA as the title of the game. Um, yeah. No, a billion dollars, 250 million. So with million. that said, nothing's going to change in the game, no. license-wise. Um, it is literally just the yeah, full Yeah, EA Sports FC it will, be FIFA. it will be FIFA, just in, like you say, in a new package, a new name. Um, they have said, which would be interesting to see how they develop this, but they've said that basically losing the FIFA branding means that EA now have the full creative freedom to create the game they want to create. So, you know, have we blamed yeah. EA for some problems with the game over the years that maybe FIFA have had their final say over? You know, that that's something to see. I'm going to stand on fence, personally. Uh, it's going to be one of them. That statement, yes, it, it, it sounds great. This could mean that you get new game modes, you get new stuff, you, all this because FIFA blocked it before. But I'm going to sit here and say I believe it when I say it. Yeah, uh, we very. I mean, we literally spent... Because this is a... It, it's like a marriage breaking up in it. Yeah. There's two sides at story. And then there's a third side, which is the truth. Yeah. So we'll time will tell what I mean, the thing is we, we literally last night played some clubs on FIFA and we were losing our temper with you know, FIFA's sort of infamous for having glitches and bugs and problems that show up every year. I've always described FIFA as very much a... Uh, I've been there 12 years. Yeah, it's it's very much been a thing of... FIFA's always been a very much, for me, a copy and paste with a new interface. Um, you mm. know, the same bugs, the same kickoff glitches, the same LBMY sort of chip ball straight over the defence. These overpowered plays and that have been in the FIFA Pro Clubs and the same with things like your Ultimate Team for five or six years, and they've never really addressed them. You know, FIFA no. the pro club. It's frustrating. It's massively frustrating. It, but one thing that really bothers me with with, with FIFA or EA, with whichever side it rests on, is that you play Ultimate Team, and I've played it over the years, and I actually got into FIFA 22's Ultimate Team. It plays so different to pro clubs. Well, that's what I mean. So different. It's like it's a different yeah, game. Yeah, it, it feels entirely. like the whole game, you know, pro clubs... Apart from the introduction of the customization of the uh, kits and the team badge and the stadiums over the last couple of years, the, the, the actual feel and the development of your pro and everything has felt the same for probably five years now. You know, yeah. and I think it, I think it was a belting idea with this, or were it this one or twenty one, where you could, you know, you kind of pros the AIs increasing, yeah, sort of their overall ability with you but it just doesn't seem like it half the time does it they're awful no and you know i've always found that it's like i say for me they're just they're just it's like they they are two different games and that needs sorting out that needs channeling and the, for me the best time clubs was good is i think i think it was 2009 yeah um, 09 and 10 when I think. you when yeah where you you was actually a team so your pro just took over a team. So, you know, if, if you was to sort of go Arsenal now and you replace the position where Erdegaard plays, you control you know, Erdegaard. He'd be taken out, but the rest of the Arsenal team, yeah, you'd control Erdegaard and the rest of the team around you would be the Arsenal players. So, personally, go back to that for me. Go back to that or just allow your pro to replace that particular player yeah for me i mean they've obviously with the same overall they've said that fifa 23 is bringing a new game mode so i'd quite i'd quite happily keep the pro clubs because i like having your own player to work on and you know build up and all that but maybe some sort of clubs that's you know fc clubs or you know like we just said you know the old school version of clubs where it's not your your pro clubs it's actual clubs so like you say we yeah we jump in and, like you say, if we went, say, for example, Arsenal, we take over an actual Arsenal player and, you know, do it that way. Yeah. Because 
with their aura yeah because then you're using set. all the skills and all the, the abilities of the the real footballers like you would in like an ultimate team so you know that's the sort yeah. of thing or even yeah. an ultimate team clubs type thing where you know more than one of you can play you can build a club as a group or something you know just pro clubs yeah. is something that for yeah. me is what that's the main I'd thing i'd I like play. the divisions sorting out a bit do what sorry i'd like instead of i'd like you know the divisions so you're in division 10 yeah. you need three wins to get to nine and I'd like that sorting out a bit more in depth, a bit more, you know, we're battling these clubs and, and oh my God, they, you know, if they win, they get promoted, you know, we need to match their results. Yeah. That type. I know it might be too much to go that in depth, but I'd, I'd like to see that. I'd, like, I'd just like to see a bit of a league table or a bit of a something going on rather than saying get three wins and you're up. Yeah. We said it last night, didn't we? How close do we get sometimes to getting up to top divisions? And it just got, I don't know what it is, but the AI is just turning absolute clowns. Yeah, I mean, we we went on last night and we were trying to get into division three, I think it was, or two, whichever one it was. And we had two games left to get one point. And before we even kicked off the game, I said, the game's not going to go our way. The game's, the the AI ain't going to put a pass together. And we're going to come up against teams that just spend the game trick flicking and, you know, yeah. using all of these the things get sold against over. us. And it did that. And no, I know it sounds like it's an excuse, but, you know, this was something that I called before because I know, we know how it works. And EA have always yeah. been infamous for that. And, you know, you go up again. We play what we class as sort of a good looking football, don't we? We play. Passing play, yeah. We play down the wings. We play through the middle, and it's one-touch football. It's what football is. Then you come up against these teams that are doing step over, step over, twist, step over, step over, flick, dink, and then it just completely falls the entire defense, and they score from it. And you know this this could happen six times yeah. in a game. We went up against a team last night where six times they just did a flick and a trick and a twist and a dink straight over to their striker and it you know the defense are three it's just three the AI yeah. are the sold to it it completely it? i mean i love using a computer moves. ai and i like using them yeah i like using them but not ot yeah like this, people know that the you know, AI, I don't, as soon as they know you've got ai defense, you know they're gonna get sold it's within reason like we've said before you know if any of us in our club spent the whole game doing that we wouldn't allow, allow that person to play the game because it's no. It's ridiculous. No. You can literally stand and watch a, team. a person. A no, team, exactly. It? It's just somebody who's just flicking a right stick, and you know they know that it tricks the AI, and it's you know it's something that's bugged us with FIFA for a long time, and hopefully, you know this this step away from EA may uh, from FIFA from EA would mean that EA has the freedom to redevelop the game for twenty twenty four. Yeah, and I mean, speaking speaking of the new game mode coming to 23, there's actually a little rumour out there that, again, mentioned a few years back and rumoured it might be the thing is referee mode. Don't ask me how that's going to work. I don't, I, I don't know how. No. I can't see how. Can you just go sending all exactly. the Exactly. I... I don't get it. Like, do you just blow the whistle for anything? Yeah. It, for me, there's just not enough. It could be end up like a prison rules yeah. game, couldn't it? it, just, it I, don't, I don't know how it's going to work, but there's rumours because, I mean, um, if you I if you remember back in the day, the what a referee game. No, I don't. Standalone game. Yeah. Um, where you were just the re- you could just be the referee and stuff. So I don't know how it's going to work. It's only a rumor, but I mean, what do we think of this marriage breakup? Is it going to do any favors? Um, I think I mean, the only one who's going to be out of it is FIFA are going to still develop push a year to no, develop a I, to, game. For me, my vision on it is EA are going to prosper because they've still got all the licenses. It's not like this breakup means that, you know, they can no longer have, you know... But FIFA will still have the licenses. Oh, yeah, they'll still have the licenses, but they've got to find a developer that can still draw the crowds. You know, if they went tomorrow and There's said... There's only one. Yeah, Konami. But... No. Who would you say? 2K. 2K yeah, but they're unproven. Again, me, that's, the that's the problem. You know, it's, it's unproven. They're unproven in a football game. Yeah. But... They're not unproven in terms of sports games. I mean, they're NBA games and, and absolutely outsell the EA version of the NBA game year in, year out. Yeah. You know, the, the, 2K have announced that they are doing uh, an NFL game, an American football game. Yeah. So we expect to see that in the next couple of years. So 
2K seem to be, you know, they obviously do wrestling, so they've got a lot of sports genres under the belt. But that, for me, would be the only company that if they turn around and said to FIFA, right, we'll give you the billion that you're asking for um, and we want to develop the game, they would, for me, the only realistic candidate that could make a game work and their career mode would be, God, it'd be insanely good. Um, Because I love Madden. I absolutely adore Madden, but I'm excited at the prospect of a 2K one because of how good of a job they do in terms of a career mode and things like that. Like, I'm not into basketball, but the NBA game I really enjoy because of the, you know, you, you earn your money and you actually spend it on stuff and buy things and do stuff, which I love. So, them realistically, I think Konami, I just don't think, I, I've always preferred the gameplay, you know that, as a pro, I were a big yeah. Pro Evo fan, but 2K for me would be the only ones I think that could potentially rival EA who were that established at a football game that could make it work. I just think for well, any so other studio, I think the, the risk is too big. If they're asking for a billion off any any studio that wants to do it, I think, you know, 2K, yes, 2K are an established studio, but they're producing a brand new title that would go up against an already well-established EA Sports FC, obviously that's just under a new name. That. So for them to put a billion over four years to think we've got to make enough money to not only make that billion back that we paid FIFA, but also to make a substantial profit for ourselves would be a massive risk. You know, unless FIFA are willing to then drop let the price, me, you know. I was going to say, let me give you this scenario. So, I don't know, FIFA turn around and say, okay, we'll do it for half a billion because we want to develop this game. 2K pay it, and then 2K do a deal to bring it to Unreal Engine 5 to develop it, then what? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're opening the door then for... That could be a Yeah, a crazy game, but, you know, it's it's one of them. With the, with the storyline sort of thing of NBA, the, because it, let's, let's face it, I, I, I really enjoyed FIFA 22. I haven't enjoyed them for about probably six years prior to it but 22 I actually I've really enjoyed it uh, by the sort of stuff we've just mentioned I played Ultimate Team I've done a career but I essentially both me and you over the last six seven years I've only brought FIFA for clubs yeah for we the most part clubs, yeah that's it 2k get out of it and do a career mode I'm sold I'm in yeah, it, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit more. Obviously, we know what EA are working on, and FIFA at the minute are literally just saying they're open to developing a new game, so that could be years away again. Um, it could, yeah. You know, I'm sure we'll see a bit question, more. And another question, how long will it take for people to say, you fancy a bit of FIFA? Are you coming around for a bit of FIFA? Yeah. Anybody on for I a bit of FIFA? Take long. How long is it going to take to yeah, get when, that when, I don't think it, we're going to move because... away from EA Sports FC for a I... while. <laughs> no. And that's it. You're not, are you? You're not going to say you fancy a bit of EA Sports FC tonight. Unless it it's just, just sort not, of develops into know. EAFC or something, but who yeah. knows? Fans. So, um... I don't know. I mean, I, I've gone through it today in my head. I've got, prior to this podcast, I thought, well, what would people use? You know, do you fancy some EA Sports tonight? Do you fancy some sports tonight? It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think people are always going to refer to this as FIFA. I think that, and I think that is going to benefit a year because it's already there. It's already like a sixth sense, isn't it? Yeah. So that will massively, I think, go in EA's favour. The, the, the fact that this marriage has broke up, it's, you'll always see it together. Yeah, it's a 30-year partnership, so yeah, you know, it's going to take a lot of getting yeah. used to. But it's going to be a good battle, isn't it? Because I think they've both got a bit big. Well, competition's a good thing, they've isn't both it? both got, you know... It's, yeah, of course. You know, it's gonna, it's gonna. It for, if say if FIFA announced next month that they have joined 2K and you know that they expect the first game to come out in 2024, EA have got to think our first game without FIFA is gonna go up against FIFA. So you know, both games it's have got, got to, to yeah, yeah, you've got to develop the best game you can. And FIFA have been the forerunners to a point where, like I said, they can almost copy and paste every year with updated kits and a couple of tweaks to the gameplay because they know. There's no real competition. Pro Evolution and eFootball have been out of the window for years. Whereas, you know, if you've got a proper tough competitor coming up against you with FIFA's back in, 
the competition would be great for us because you know we're gonna one way or the other we're gonna get a top class football game hopefully yeah yeah and for the right people and you'd like to think people in there like you said competition's good because it'll spur you on it'll yeah. spur you on to beat them so hopefully the marriage breakup could end up being an absolute gold mine for gamers yeah. but we're interesting to see how it develops yeah so obviously we will sort of give you a little bit more information on ea and fifa as we sort of get any more information over the coming weeks um we are gonna call that for tonight uh we this is again we, we, every week we're breaking the record of the longest episode um yeah. so as always obviously if you've enjoyed the podcast uh you can follow us on spotify you can obviously please if you do enjoy it give us a rating as well the ratings also help us with discoverability and that be sure to share it with your friends um you can also obviously follow us on our social medias uh if you go over to twitter or instagram we're at press underscore star uk uh that's where you'll get all the information on all our news uh the latest podcast release videos for our youtube which you'll see links to our youtube on there as well um and of course we've also got the website which is press hyphen start.uk so um yeah you know that you can contact us you can get in touch with all of this like we've said we're trying to invite comments we want opinions to share on the podcast if you want your opinion on a game or something we discussed about tonight to be read out tweet us uh message us on instagram let us know and uh you know maybe next week we'll give a shout out to you and your opinions yeah and I think the the FIFA one we've just discussed is a good one, it? Let us know what you think. Will EA prevail? Yeah. Or will FIFA prevail? Exactly. So, yeah, get involved. Um, give us a like. Give us a share. Obviously, subscribe to us on YouTube. We, we've sort of hit a bit of a steady pace with everything. Now, YouTube, we're sort of trying to come up with a few new content ideas whilst also producing what we're working on at the minute. Um, but, yeah, you know, there's a lot of stuff planned ahead. Um you know, we're only a couple But of in months. a month's time, it'll be mental. Oh, it's it's going to be that much to produce. Obviously, we've got the Xbox and Bethesda <clears> showcase <throat> a month from today. Um, you know, and obviously in August and uh, September, we're hoping to attend Insomnia and EGX, which, again, the vlog from the Insomnia a couple of months back has been massively popular with YouTube and that. Um, so yeah you know we've got plenty planned we've got lots to do from all different angles so yeah stick with us give us a follow on all our channels and uh yeah we will be back same time next week with another news roundup and discussions of topics in the gaming world so from myself and shane it's thank you for listening and we will see you next week yep thanks for listening